Welcome to the Gem Revealed podcast, where together we discover your soulmate. This is a weekly series of powerful conversations with expert speakers, thought leaders, and relationship coaches talking through the victories and villains that weave their way into our most significant relationships. Please join me, Janine Moniz, founder of Gem Revealed Matchmaking, to learn the raw truth regarding the pitfalls and plateaus of dating in today's society. We will have open and transparent conversations surrounding the staggering facts that one out of every two marriages fail. Let's stop this insanity and learn how to date smarter. Learn how a healthy relationship starts with you. What do you need to do differently to build the right foundation for your relationship? Hello, Gem Revealed friends and listeners. This is the Gem Revealed weekly podcast, Self Mastery to Soulmate. And here I absolutely always guarantee that every week, We are going to bring something so awesome, so amazing, that it will give you such value to add to your life transformation, especially as it relates to romantic relationships. So we are in the middle of a series called Ruining Romantic Comedies, Ruining Rom-Coms. And last week, we got such incredible feedback. So we are even coming back more uh, more prepared and ready to blow your mind. So I have my uh, faithful sidekick with me again, Mr. Scott Doty, give us a wave. Woo, what's up everybody? There you go, there you go. So last week we did Crazy Stupid Love and we are unveiling this week the fabulous, most hilarious hitch. And um, as, as we talk about this, it is such a funny, funny movie, but yet, where are the pitfalls and the plateaus that, although we laugh at this, where are we actually facing some significant, significant scenarios in our own life that are actually reflective of some of the bigger scenes in this movie? And that's really what this series is all about. What we want to do is identify the things that we laugh at as the uh, American culture, we're laughing at these things. But yet, if we took one minute and looked in the mirror, we would see ourselves really there. So the first and foremost thing I'm going to do is just, again, give the mic over to Scott, say hello, tell us a moment or two about yourself. Then we're going to dive into our great movie hitch. Scott, what's going on? How are you? What's up? Yeah. Hey, Janine. Thank you for having me on again. Pleasure to be with you. (laughs) And and thank you all for for listening. Uh, I'm a New Jersey native. I have a, a wife and a couple of kids and a long-time entrepreneur, and um, a lover of love, shall we say. And I like a, stu- that. a student of the game. And so I love, I love always uh, learning more. Uh, so I have a growth mindset around relationships. I know that you as a listener feel the same way. However uh, awesome or not awesome you feel you are at relationships, you can always improve, and Janine's a, a great resource for that. So it's my pleasure to be with you guys. Well, it's also it's, it's great to have you and your depth of knowledge. I have to ask you a very serious question. Uh-oh. After last week's appearance, did anyone stop you on the street and ask for your autograph? Oh, my, my <laughs> life has totally changed. I can't go anywhere without getting just mauled. Thanks, Janine. <laughs> you and Ryan Gosling. I know, me and Ryan, we suffer so much together. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll give you a, a word of accolade, uh, you know, Scott. To me, if you've missed last week's, you know, I, I certainly expanded on my love for you. And, uh, you know, I would still say... 
uh, you probably are one of, the reason why we're choosing you is one, your depth of knowledge in, in all of human behavior, um, coaching, education, but your wit is really what surpasses it all. So let's not, let's not fake. I want to be really authentic. It is the humor that you bring to this uh, that I hope everybody else enjoys, but uh, by no means uh, would I lessen the fact that you are brilliant. And I do mean that in the real sense of the word. Uh, you really are just brilliant in, in human behavior, academics, coaching, emotional intelligence, which is something we're going to talk a little bit further about today. But before we get into that, I love your overviews. Tell us a little bit about this movie, Hitch and Hitch himself. I mean, this oh, is okay. just even just the, the storyline, the plot of this whole movie is fabulous. Sure. Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, first I want to, uh, my little, my little preamble here, everybody, is that we're supposed to be ruining rom-coms. And I realized last week that we actually kind of like geeked out about loving that movie. And we're going to do the same thing today about Hitch. So like these happen to be romantic comedies we really like. Uh, maybe one of these days, Janine, we can pick a rom-com that's absolutely, actually horrible and we can just destroy it because that's 90% of rom-coms. But you've chosen some good ones here. Just going to say we that did. Right we, uh, Before we throw me under the bus, right? <laughs> <laughs> the point, because it's a good point. Ruining rom-coms, the, the point of it is, is that we laugh at people like Albert. Right. Yeah. But what I mean by that is I look at Albert and especially, you know, there's going to be a piece today that we look at. We're laughing at him. But go look in the mirror, my friend. You have a lot of Albert in you. It's in there. So as we're yeah. laughing and having a grand old time, you better go look at the open the mirror a little bit, pull the lens back, pull the curtain back and introduce yourself because yeah. you got a lot in there. Truth, truth, fair. That's good. Good point. Yeah, did uh, I save well, myself? No you, no, you didn't. Nothing to save. I was just pointing it out. It's just fun to rip on horrible movies. These happen to be good movies. And, um, and very, very handsome lead characters. Handsome lead. I do think, even though I think Will's crazy, he's so cool in this. He's, he's kooky as can be, but yeah, he's, he's super cool in this. Yeah, really funny. So basically, if you haven't seen the movie, everybody, our, our quick overview of the, the movie, right, is that there's this guy named Alex Hitchens that's played by Will Smith. And he's this super smooth dude who happens to just know the game of love. He knows how to get people out of their own way so they can really connect authentically with one another. Uh, his big rule is that uh, any man, actually you have it here, any man can sweep any woman off her feet. He just needs the right broom. So I like that line. And his, his idea is, look, if you feel like you're really self-conscious and you don't know how to approach uh, the opposite sex or you know, if you're, if you're you know, a romantic partner, you don't know how to do that. Well, okay, he's going to coach you through that, guide you through it, set you up for success. And then the movie uh, gets into the idea of the fact that he himself starts pursuing a certain woman, has his own process through this thing. So he helps Kevin James and his, his character fall in, like, you know, fall in love with and connect with a woman uh, who's very famous named Allegra Cole. And then Will Smith's character himself falls for a woman named Sarah. And so Kevin James's character and Will Smith's character sort of in parallel throughout the movie are trying to woo these beautiful women and build relationships and grow. Uh, and that's basically the overview, right? Totally. I would add two points into that. One, being more of an active thought for, for our listeners. I, I don't know if I've really heard that line that you just said about that any gentleman could really sweep any lady off her feet if with the right broom, the broom right. being the resources, right? And I think that's really important that we connect that. That broom is the tools, the resources, the, the toolbox, the coach, the books, the podcast that you're listening to to really develop your mind. But I think a key point to, to um, Albert going after Allegra Cole is she's so far out of his league. 
I mean, True. she's so far out of his league that True. why he shouldn't even have the right to think about her. <laughs> that like, this is so ridiculous that he would yeah. actually even begin to, to to take a step forward. Like he sh he shouldn't even breathe it out loud. <laughs> no one should ever know that he actually even thinks about her. No. That's how far out of his league. Hundred percent. Yes. Well said. I agree. Yeah. That that would be it. But I would love for us to um, dial back, and I'm gonna play the promo video. We actually played this for the promo and uh for all our listeners we are bleeping out there is one word and um scott you're gonna hear it here but by the time it plays you won't so i don't want you to say anything about it My goodness. okay <laughs> shame shame but we will bleep it all right uh -huh. we are gonna play everybody ready here we go newspaper columnist comes in there once in a while great timber what's her drink usually beer tonight great goose martini dirty your glass was getting a little low so i took the liberty of bringing you another apple martini thank you and i couldn't help but notice you look a lot like my next girlfriend what's your name they call me chip oh uh, you can't get him to stop <laughs> that was funny listen chip I, I understand the courage it takes to walk across a room and try to generate a relationship out of thin air so don't take the following personal you have fantastic eyes <laughs> thanks Try to listen. Uh, this is no reflection on you. I'm just not interested. But thank you for the compliment of coming over. You're welcome. So do you like Cuban food? Jeff, seriously, that was not code word. I wish you'd try harder. Are you always so shut down and afraid that the right man might make you feel, feel like, like a natural woman? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I'm late, honey. I couldn't get a cab. Uh, how was the meeting? Oh, well, there was a, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Nice to meet you, Chip. You too. Now, on the one hand, it is very difficult for a man to even speak to someone that looks like you. But on the other hand, should that be your problem? So life's kind of hard all around. Well, not if you pay attention. I mean, you're sending all the right signals. No earrings, heels under two inches, your hair is pulled back, you're wearing reading glasses with no book, drinking a great goose martini, which means you had a hell of a week and a beer just wouldn't do it. And if that wasn't clear enough, there's always the <laughs> that you have stamped on your forehead. All right. So I love that clip. I could watch that clip. There's so much to unpack there and there's so many little nuances that make me giggle. I mean, they're just, just watching Hitch's face every time that dude keeps going and going. And it's just like, what is he doing? Oh my God. Eyes. Wow. A little intense, dude. All right. So, Scott, is this considered, is this dude smooth? Chip, we're talking about. Is Chip smooth? Like, does it really take the initiative? Does it take the coolness? I mean, he didn't sweat. He was. He was confident as can be here. So is this considered smooth and just like moving out there and doing what you got to do? Or is he an all out, I don't know the right word yeah, to say hard. here. <laughs> exactly. I'm listening. That's interesting. I'll let you hang out for a second there awkwardly. Uh, I think the answer is, I would say that this is not smooth, but it's very courageous. Like 
she acknowledges it. Like, I understand the courage it takes to talk, to walk over in a bar and generate a relationship out of thin air. Like, that's super true. So it's cool that he's trying. However, the lines are really put on. They're overfabricated. Like, he's trying too hard, and it's, like, just weird. Like, you look a lot like your next girlfriend. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That just makes me shudder a little bit. A little Does it? Because I don't know. The right guy said that to me. I don't know. I don't know. I might be like, that's true. I was thinking what? the same thing. You would, you would say you would go for that? Wow. If you, if it, yeah, it all depends okay. on who it was. Okay, note to self. <laughs> that's interesting. All right. Uh, no, I think that's a weird line. I don't, I don't know. Line. I just, in general, this is a personal preference. I think lines are weird. I don't like lines. Uh, they're so rarely successful and they usually make you look like an ass. Oh, sorry. Does that have to be bleeped? I oh, we'll, we'll go with that one. Okay, that's all right. Sorry. <laughs> that one, that one's, it's bordering. That. We border with that. <laughs> I apologize. Anyway, I think that it's awesome that when, when, when people show courage, I think that's always a beautiful thing, but it's just that his way of doing it was a little aggressive and a little intense and she was being clear and she's being very nice. She's like, Chip, honestly, I'm not interested. And he was like, no, really, do you like Cuban food? Or it's <laughs> so like, all right. So this brings me to really the umbrella over this scene. So I believe it really has to do with emotional intelligence. I love how you like kind of package this, like totally courageous, but what an epic fail. Like what an awkward invasion there. Like that is just, yeah. it's, it's painful to watch. Yes. So how do we learn from, um, how do we learn from this and really understand what is emotional intelligence and how do we, how do we get better at it? Because how did he miss it? Like mm. what happened there? What did he not get when we were all sweating? <laughs> Uh, maybe I, okay, I guess my, my basic takeaway here is that there's a difference between having what I feel like a lot of maybe men, maybe women, I don't know, but a lot of people, I think when they try to like, get up the courage to go talk to someone, they have something like a script in their head. They try to like create a thing that they're going to say. I feel like this guy had like a thing, a set of things he was going to say. I think he uh, might use that a couple of times. I think that that line might be, he might use that every Friday night. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the issue. It's like, you can tell like, okay, that's, you got that out of like a weird dating book. That's horrible. <laughs> um, so like, let's not use that. I think the better approach is always read the room. The better approach is always read the person. Will Smith's character wins this battle. It's like this battle royale between these two dudes, you know? And like the one swoops in first, so Will Smith's character has to wait, right? He lets the other guy bomb, and then he swoops in and saves the day, and then he goes on to acknowledge to the girl, hey, I can tell you're clearly sending out signals that you're not in interested in this thing, right? And simply by acknowledging what she's trying to do, she becomes more receptive to talking to him. She goes, okay, this guy's actually paying attention. This guy is listening to me. So I think the difference here is don't go with canned approaches that you're just gonna say to every woman the same way. Go and adapt and, and in interact and be present and notice what's happening. Pay attention to the room and respond to that. So I'm gonna break that down into two things. One principle number one, which is an action step is, I like this, read the room and be authentic to what's happening in the room and really make that the subject. Be yes. present, be in the moment. I, I like that a lot. Um, the next part is he actually, he, he, it's really human, it's emotional intelligence. What was the difference between what Will did and mm. what Chip did? How do we really decipher, how do we understand emotional yeah. intelligence like how do we do that chip was an epic fail where <laughs> where um hitch wasn't he right. really 
he got in and, and was able to talk with her and unpack what she was feeling. And you could tell, you could watch it and just see her starting to melt a little bit. Yes, correct. Yeah, and as the, as the scene proceeds at the end, we didn't see it here, but at the end, he ends up doing like the super cool walk away vibe where he's like, I'll see you later, Sarah. And he like stops hitting on her, but he just does enough for her to be like, wow, who was that guy? And she like looks around the corner at him. Like he really, he really reeled her in with that conversation. And so I think the interesting thing here, if we're talking about emotional intelligence, we want to notice that it's not that Sarah's actually truly not interested in love. It's that it's the wrong moment in her mind and you have to really approach it the right way. So when the guy first approaches, Chip approaches, and he hits her with like, the weird awkward vibe who's like trying too hard and it's not at all personalized she's like yeah that you're exactly what i'm avoiding right now you know uh but emotional intelligence means that you read the room it means that you have empathy and that you care that the other person feels a certain way and you address that feeling that address that issue so in some cases it's when a woman looks like she's really tried let's say to make her hair look beautiful or wear a certain thing it's uh, it's appropriate to acknowledge it to her and say i love your hair I think you did something beautiful there. It looks like really interesting, whatever. And sometimes a woman goes, well, thank you. Cause I was really trying to make my hair look beautiful. And I appreciate that you acknowledge that, right? I love it's, it. just, it's just noticing the other person. Again, two things. So one, we're gonna come back to the clothing, the hair and those attributes. And what does that mean inside of emotional intelligence? But really picking apart this whole aspect of emotional intelligence and we could probably spend days here, but yeah. we'll, I just wanna make it succinct is, it's, it's an action step. You really have to be so intentional about understanding. That's what the words that you used before is being so intentional about what is this person feeling? What are they projecting? And are you aware of it? Or are you stuck in your own head with your own agenda? Right? Mm -hmm. Emotional intelligence, yeah. if we just define it as, as, as it is, is really understanding yourself and the, 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 the surrounding area around you. What are people feeling? What are they thinking? What are their body language telling you? What is this yes. person really trying to, to um, give you? What vibes are they kicking off? And Chip, he, mm -hmm. that dude was blind. Totally. Somehow his inner manhood was like completely blinding him to what was really in front of him, where right. Hitch in his super coolness, he mm -hmm. knew exactly I'm going to unpack all this and I'm mm -hmm. going to just sweep her right off their feet with the right tools, with the right yes, tools. Definitely. And you nailed it. He really just spoke to the meaning of the moment. What was she feeling? What was she thinking? How was her? He made it so about her, but it was so authentic. That's right. So anything to kind of wrap that up a little bit more. And then I want to switch I to the, the clothing. Well, I love, okay. No, I love your, I love the point. It's a beautiful point. And that is a great definition of emotional intelligence. I always like looking for interdisciplinary connections. So in other words, our listeners are interested in romantic relationship oriented advice, but I also like to acknowledge that these are not uh, silo topics. Like this idea of being empathic and really reading the room and the, the common term these days is not being tone deaf. Like this is true in business. If you're in sales, if you run a team and so forth, you want to do customer service like this is what it means to be a good business person a good colleague and yes a good a good relationship partner is that you actually know yourself i love this like this topic you talk about gene self mastery as part of what you do like that's what emotional intelligence is a lot about and then it's also hey i'm i'm noticing the moment i notice what you're doing and so i'm going to respond to that and the fact that i'm responding to it makes you feel safe makes you feel love heard it. and i'm ready to talk 
you know, just to, is, is it safe to say that this aspect of self-mastery, emotional intelligence, and the reason why I said we could probably talk about it for days, right? It's, it's courses on this. It's leadership is grounded on it. And we want to focus and have a laser focus on relationships and kind of use these funny moments, but they're transferable to everything. And not only are they transferable to what you said, to business, to, to our children, to romantic relationships, it's the foundation of every relationship we have, including sales. If you don't have emotional intelligence and you're not reading the room, and if you have your own agenda, not the person in front of you, you're going to lose every time, every time, safe to say every time. But I want to just dial back to another moment here. And I just think that this was really cool. So, so Sarah, she had a vibe going. So he said, and this is, you know, we'll have fun with this. So Hitch sits and he's like, sweetie, man, you got the hair tied up in a tight bun. Right. right. You got the spectacles on, you get the low heels. There's no, you know, she didn't have the big pumps on. She had the little tiny one inch heels and yeah. you know, the short, the, the dress to the knees, what's going on there. So is, is that persona? Was she absolutely giving off the vibe? Like old dude, stay away from me tonight. I, you know, I am not interested, but he came in and we all know, we all know mm-hmm. that she, she had the butterflies. She all of a sudden her her like she was like a little bit more flirty in the end. So what happens there? What's going on there? Well, I agree hundred uh, percent. Yeah, she was clearly sending the vibe. He acknowledges it, acknowledges it, but yeah, she's clearly putting out the vibe like don't talk to me. And as we see later in the scene, this is an important point also is that she is there with a friend. A friend then a couple of minutes later comes back I guess from the bathroom, right? So she's not sitting there alone. She's got a friend. It's her and her girlfriend. And they just want to have like a drink together. They Shit. don't want dudes to like hit on them tonight, please. And so that's an interesting thing that I think we, we struggle with sometimes uh, is to say like, well, I want to respect this woman's space. She's clearly sending a signal she's not interested right now. So maybe I just don't want to be disrespectful. And yet I am drawn to her and I want to be courageous. That's a, that's a tricky thing to play with, I think. But that's why sometimes we talked about this last conversation, talking with her when her friend is with her is a, is a good approach. Right. right. You can say like, I'm sending, you can even acknowledge, look, like we just talked about reading the room, being emotionally intelligent. Hey, listen, you're beautiful. Your friend, I mean, there are a lot, like we said, like we saw Ryan Gosling last week say, there are a lot of beautiful women in this bar. Your friend- Including the friend. Right. You're a beautiful <laughs> woman, but you're the one. I am just, I can't take my eyes off of you. You're clearly sending signals that you're not interested in a guy tonight. So I don't want to invade your space, but I just wanted you to know, whatever, you know? And so like that combination of helping her feel space, helping her feel safe with a friend nearby. And then also, again, acknowledging what she's putting out with her body language will make her feel like, oh, this guy's all right. You know, like maybe I could talk to him for a minute, right? Yeah. That's how you got it going. I love it. I am, I'm going to, crush that into like bumper stickers right i think it is true that what we wear out if you know if i'm in my corporate mode i'm gonna have that corporate dress code on if it's a saturday night and you you know you're feeling kind of fun you're gonna dress the part so i think it is so true that we can look and just gauge ourselves just by what our body language is saying but to your point is really be astute to it understand the nuances of what's going on and what vibe is happening and address that in the moment. So if you still feel that she's a beautiful woman, tell her, but then also just obviously you really enjoying this quiet time with your girlfriend. You're both beautiful, but you're the one, you are the one. I love that approach. And I had a a previous podcast, um, a bartender, a very, uh, 
probably a prominent bartender and he's been a bartender from all over the globe. And so he was saying how he watches men like do exactly opposite of what we're talking about. Like they go up to these women and buy the drink first and then plummet after that. So, you know, this is, this is really important stuff we've got going. People pay, people need to listen up and, and really understand how vital this is. But are we ready? Are we ready for the next clip or anything else we want to talk about when it comes to emotional intelligence? Oh, no, that's, that's, I mean, you're right. We could talk about it for days, but that's great for now. Let's go. All right. But the next clip, I got to tell you, this is it. Of any movie, this could be the wow. best. It could be the wow. best. This is so. the best? This is better than the dirty dancing, uh, carrying her over his, his oh, head moment? That, that? Well, that gives you different vibes. The, that one gives you <laughs> butterflies. This one, you're just okay. laughing with crying hysterically from yeah. laughter. I see how it gets bigger. I'm going to start the fire. So the feet are going. I start the fire. I make the pizza. That's not working. Hit it with it. Don't ever do that again. You hear me? Just expressing myself. New, no. new, no. mm mm. Not like that, you're not. All right. This is where you live. Right here. You live right here. Okay. This is home. There it is. I don't see none of that. I don't need no pizza. They got food there. Six inches from the waist, 90 degree angle. Don't, don't you bite your lips. Stop it. Even a great dancer can lose it with one of these. Okay, see, now that's what I need to be learning. I don't want none of this. No, no, no. Right here. <laughs> they got food there. No pizza. They got food there. <laughs> All right. Oh, Back Lord. to business. I love it. Again, we're laughing. I could I could just watch that scene a thousand times. But I wanna I wanna pull the curtain back 
and really talk about something that is really genuine. And we, I would say so many of us are guilty of this, that it's beyond, it's all of us are guilty. Mm. Authentic, being authentic. So I have a question. I'll let you wrestle with this and unpack this. Is Albert authentic here? Is he authentically himself? He's, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to figure out how to do the, this Mm -hmm. is home, this is home. But meanwhile, he wants to do the Q-tip and roll the pizza. (laughs) So, I mean, he's goofy. This guy is, he is, his DNA, he's a goofy guy. He's, he he does not have it together. He is Uh. goofy, but it's authentically him. But now here he's trying to figure out how to, do the Allegra dance that would make her think that he's suave. Where do we go with that? What's authentic? What's not? What's really him? Is it sustainable? If he gets the moves down, what happens in a, you know, the honeymoon's over here and that goofiness shows up. How do we really understand what's authentic? What's not? All right. Yeah, this is, this is all right. This is is a big one. Let's go. All right. I'm going to get somebody just, (laughs) Take it out. <clears throat> Man, I'm going to pull a quote from Hitch. Earlier in the movie, uh, they're, like, Hitch is moving, working with other dudes, and they're all, they're all like, but that's not who I am. I don't do this. I don't talk this way. This isn't, these aren't the shoes I would wear. This isn't, and, and Will Smith, Hitch, says, you is a very fluid concept. All right? And so that's an interesting consideration to say, well, when I'm being authentic, what does that even mean? Does the authentic Scott wear button downs or does he wear sweatshirts? I don't know. What does that mean? Can I have fluidity? Could I have certain days when I wear different things or have a different energy? I think what your point is like when you talk about being goofy, this dude, Albert is super goofy. In truth, I think all people are goofy. Like the, the child in us is still there. And it's when I connect with someone beyond that like cool exterior where you met them at like some whatever meet and greet nonsense and everyone has to put up a front and like act cool or professional or whatever. It's when you get to the good stuff is when like the person starts letting their goofiness out, their silliness out. I don't believe in a human that doesn't have a silly side. You know, it's just been put me in I, I've down. met some. I have met some not silly people. <laughs> I well, try to keep around them. <laughs> Now you haven't gotten to the silliness deep. Sometimes that's the issue. Sometimes people put up so many layers, it's hard to get there. But I feel like everyone's got that inside. And so what's authentic here? I think the authentic thing is that Albert does two things. He learns techniques to, to create good impressions. He needed to learn how to do that in the boardroom to get her attention or to meet Allegra's friends at this event. He needed to learn techniques he didn't have before. Uh, so that's valuable. And yet she really fell for him when he started letting the goofiness come out. That was the real him. And she wasn't used to guys being that way. Like there's always the coolness. Every guy's so cool. And he's like, like different. Chip. <laughs> like Chip, exactly. And a lot of these other people at this art uh, festival like, that this scene takes place in, it's like, they're all, all like snooty and like, it's disgusting and everything is stupid. And, uh, and everyone's really cool and like judgmental and whatever. And Albert's just fun and silly. And she loves that about him. So anyway, I think that's what I would say to most, most of the listeners here, guys, you have a beautiful, inner child goofy silly side and that's going to be part of the authentic you that you want to share that will really help people connect with you i gotta pause a moment exactly what i said so to you to your point here i have another thought another question yeah all right so 
you just said that he was letting his goofiness out, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it back to the scene. When she turned around is when he got goofy. That's true, <laughs> that's true. He stayed in the, he stayed at home. Six inches right here. He stayed okay. home. She turned around and he started doing the pizza. So That's what's good. up with that? Like, <laughs> how do we forgive him for that? And what I, I want to really, what, what I want to bring out here is how do we, you know, we want to, especially, you know, female, we're out, we're going on that first date. And, you know, how do we know what's the mask and what's yeah. not? And I loved what you said before. I think we all show up with a mask on. We all show up. If you don't, if you do, if you're not able to admit that, then we we've got bigger problems. So we show up with the mask. But at what point does the mask come off, and we let that silliness out? Is it safety? What's going on there? Because he does eventually become his goofy self and win her over. We know that. Probably should have given away the ending. But at what, what what's going on there? <laughs> <clears throat> well, first of all, Janine, this is a romantic comedy. You didn't give away any ending. <laughs> Every listener true. knows what happens in the story. All right. Uh, second of all, yeah, now, I will just speak for myself. I'm not claiming to speak on behalf of all men or all humans. I find that when we were talking earlier about courage, I find that because people put up masks so much and so much do so much fronting, so much like, oh, I, I'm showing the world what I think the world needs to see or whatever. I find it very courageous and therefore very endearing and appealing when a woman is willing to let the silly part of her, the authentic inner child silliness come out a little bit, even if it's in the first date or the second date. Like that to me takes courage because I know that that's the part that we're told by society to hold back. So for me, I think there's a, there's a sweet spot here. There's a balance that someone can choose to, to find where you say, I'm not going to be like my totally bizarre, all the way out there authentic self from the word go. That's a little much for people sometimes. Like ease them into it, right? I think that's fair. But, that's like, fair. but, don't, but, don't, with, but don't withhold entirely. You know, that part of you takes courage to share. And people, I think, I think people respond to it when they see like, this guy's letting his silliness out a little bit. That's kind of cool. Maybe I'll let mine out a little bit. And it gets them to a more authentic relational place. So there's safety involved. When there's safety, the more that there's trust in, in uh, developing, that's when you're going to be able to take that mask off. But what I would say, um, you know, I'm going to throw a little twist and be, feel free to, you know, push back or lean in. Um, what would happen if you didn't show up with, with any mask? Right. So again, I think we all show up with that mask. So at what point do you just say to yourself that you've built enough confidence, enough self-esteem and identified your own ability to go, Hey, if they can't, if they can't handle the all awesomeness this, that is me, then, then they're not worthy of it. So yeah, <laughs> at what point do you get to that place in your life that you, you just keep developing the skill mm. to show up with the least mask, the least makeup, the least spackle that we've got, yeah. and that yeah. you're okay. Because I just don't believe that Albert could sustain the coolness because he's mm. not cool. <laughs> he's just not. He needs the <laughs> yeah. techniques. He needs yeah. the confidence. He needs it. But that goofiness, is it is yeah. his DNA. It is That's his right. DNA. So right. I, I think there's an action step. Um, a few from what you've really said and, you know, what I'm trying to say, I think that from, for me that just get confident in who you are. Just don't try to be what a leg or coal wants you to be. Don't mm -hmm. try to be what that person wants you to be. Right. You've right. got to be comfortable with yourself and show yeah. up 
in, mm. in your, in your best self journey. And if you're going to be goofy and trip over your own feet, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> what's, what's your bottom line bumper sticker action step? Cause this is a big one. This is a really big one. Yeah, I know. Like you just said some stuff that make me get, it's getting my brain all over the, all over the place. <laughs> There's a lot to say there. Uh, I guess the bumper sticker uh, response <laughs> is, um, Let's see here. I think maybe I would I would say something like, <clears throat> "Be courageous uh, to share the 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 silly part of you that you might hold back because it is a beautiful part of you." And secondly, um, uh, I think I would want to also I guess I'd want to also say that like the the approach here is that you want to say that. I don't have a big F you on my forehead because I'm so self-confident that I'm basically egotistical all the time. And I'm so great and so like self-realized that like, you know, I'm just like gracing you with my presence. And if you don't like you, then F you, like what, then you're stupid. Like that energy is really toxic, obviously it's for cool. yourself, let alone for the relationship. So the balance you want to strike is love yourself, know that you're in process. And like we said, last conversation, you're really focusing on the other person anyway. Don't worry about their approval. Just worry about their wellness. Worry about how beautiful of a person they are and get to know them and invest your energy that. in them rather than thinking about what they think about you. I love that. That was That's the best place to land the plane. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. We're going to go into one more. We're going to, this is a phenomenal scene here. <laughs> it's just, so, it's so goofy. It's almost uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to watch, <laughs> but that's why I love it. Isn't it amazing what, what, like, what life gems we could pick out from these goofy, goofy Everybody. from Hitch. Dang. I'm a scholar. We are just scholarly <laughs> here. I'm impressed with us, indeed. Albert, the end of the night, you're dropping me off at home. Show me the magic. Yeah, you know, I'm really not comfortable with this. Oh God, Albert, I had such oh. a wonderful time with you. Yeah, how about those next, huh? Okay. You see what I'm doing? All right, this is a signal, okay? I'm fiddling with my keys, all right? A woman that doesn't want to kiss takes her keys out, puts them in the door, goes in the house. A woman that wants to kiss, she fiddles. I'm fiddling. Okay, you have a good night now. You see what I'm doing? Robbing me? No. See, this is what most guys do. They rush in to take the kiss. But you're not most guys. See, the secret to a kiss is to go 90% of the way and then hold. But for how long? As long as it takes for her to come the other 10. Okay, 90-10. Yeah, okay, come on. Shake it off. It's your turn. I had a really nice time tonight, Albert. I had a great time tonight too, Allegra. With a beard. Your dreams, the 
woman whose green eyes are limpid pools of desire. Now show me the magic, Albert. Show me the magic. What the hell was that? I'm showing you the magic. I no, I said come 90 and then I come 10. You don't go the whole 100. My mouth was open, Albert. Oh. You over-eager son of a... You know, part of what it is, Janine, is that we all have enough awkward moments in our lives. It's just fun to watch someone else, like, have such an awful, awkward moment. It makes us feel better. Like, we're not alone in those awkward moments. That's great. He's just so goofy and awkward that I just feel like a superstar. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> exactly. Compared to them, you are amazing. All humans are amazing. Like, there is just nothing I could do wrong today after watching, <laughs> watching how un I'm uncomfortable watching that That's scene. Awesome. My mouth was open, Albert. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that Hitch is a better matchmaker than me because I just don't know if I'd go that far. Are you that committed to your craft, Janine? I am not that as committed as he. I don't know. <laughs> okay. uh, but there is, I, again, it, we're laughing. We are just so laughing. But I dialed this down to a topic that I'm not quite sure that you're even going to think I could pull out from this. All and right. it's really about... It's not about kissing. It's not about the end of the date. It's really much more about is body language. How do we read body language? Because that's really what he was talking about almost the whole time is she's yeah. fiddling. <laughs> she's, she's fiddling. Uh -huh. <laughs> the art of body language, whether we're showing up as confident, we're showing up as insecure. What, what do you got? What, what did you feel? As like, what was your takeaway as it as it pertains to body language when you watch that scene? Uh, okay, so body language is part of what makes us laugh. When someone holds their body a certain way, it makes us feel like, okay, that's hilarious. And in the same way, someone's body language can make us feel uh, terrible and uh, and less than, or it can make us feel attracted. And there's so many things that a body can tell you, as they say, right? Like 90% of your communication is nonverbal, really. So there's the way you hold your body. There's the clothing you wear, the way you hold yourself. There's a certain energy that you exude that cannot be put into words. It's that, that amazing ineffable, ineffable magic of the, of the persona coming, your aura coming through. And the person's like, she didn't even say anything, but I'm feeling a serious vibe right now where she's really upset or she's really happy or whatever it might be. So to me, this is about, yes, self-mastery of uh, who you are, the energy that you put out to the world, and, the, and your carriage, your body carriage, uh, and be more intentional about that because we don't usually think about it. And then I'll also secondarily, like we were talking about with emotional IQ, is to read the room. Look at the other person's body. You need to become a student of this game because we don't teach this in school. I actually teach this to my students who need to learn how to do better on, let's say, math tests or the SATs or uh, things like that. I actually teach them power poses. We'll practice physical ways to sit um, or stand or move our bodies between sections or during tests that put our mind in a certain headspace to help us focus better and feel more confident. And these are the kinds of things we don't learn in school. So my big takeaway here is body language is really important and we should study it more. We should. I learned <coughs> working with you, smart clothing. <laughs> like, That's I right. learned that term from you, smart clothing, make sure. So I, I love everything you said. And the reality is, is if we go really just shift backwards and think about Albert, like, would you have kissed him, Scott, with that body I'm, language that he had going on? <laughs> I'll kiss him any day of the week. That dude is fantastic. Well, Kevin James, we, we all would because he's so cool in yeah, real so life. But I'm yeah. talking about Albert. Oh, Albert? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> 
no, I mean, that, no body language going on there. No, he he's was a hot mess. Yeah, <laughs> hot mess. True. And I think that's, it's just really important about self-awareness of how you show up and what your body is telling the world, the way that you hold your chin, the way that you, yes. you know, pull your smile, shoulders yes. back, the power yes. pose. All yes. of us right now, you know, so many times in front of a classroom, I would, you know, share it. I learned this, you know, some from you and, and, you know, really one of the best people I know trains on this is Tony Robbins, right? Mm -hmm. Just two millimeter shifts, yes. two millimeter shifts, pull your shoulders back, tilt, pull it back, chin up, throw the smile on. How different are you? You feel like a rock star. Yeah. You really That's do. Right. And what does it tell a room? So when you are in that, you know, business meetings, when you're, you're trying to really be a role model to your children, when you are standing in front of a room, when you want to get somebody's attention, if you want to come across confident before you even study your words, you really need right. to be studying your body language. What is your body language telling the world? How are you holding your arms? We all know that this one is, you know, what does this tell the world? Right, don't same, talk to me. Same banner as we went back to with right. what Mitch was telling Sarah. <laughs> That's right. what this is telling us. So really, I love what you said. No one is teaching this. You're not getting this in school. This is about intentional self-mastery and yet and yet it has the power to really sabotage any relationship or hinder the results that you want to get it seems like i lost my sidekick and i am not able to get him back so we were just at the finish line of our podcast here ruining rom-coms i hope that you found some really applicable action steps for you if you have any questions please don't hesitate to get in touch with us info at gemreveal.com, hello at gemreveal.com. And certainly if you want to get in touch with Scott, who's just amazing, don't hesitate to contact him. His information is in the verbiage below, but you could also email Scott at scott at stormthetest.com. Thanks so much. And we hope that you have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Gem Revealed's podcast, Discover Your Soulmate. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. We really value your opinion, so please feel free to send us your question, comments, or feedback. You can email us at info at gemrevealed.com. You can also find out more about Gem Revealed services by visiting gemrevealed.com. I'll see you next time as we discover your soulmate.